This is Chrome Bills, by the way. Chrome Bills. And we're drunk. Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. We built it from the ground floor. Pound for pound as we found a crowdsource. Now you hear a loud roar and a downpour of A.O. from the south. SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you go. Subscribe and leave a comment. Be a friend of the show. Seize Mike, Steve, Bills, and K. Chromosome. Want a Chrome Bill shirt? Pay Alice the dough. The intro and the interlude's new. There's something huge in the interview. Who are you? Who are you? True. We'll see through like an x-ray. I pass it to C's with a fabricated segue. So press play and let us send the energy. Throughout the potosphere to all our friends and enemies. Eventually we gotta let it go viral Be sure to stay tuned for the episode title This is that time where I make a quick joke And write a quick note So it ends up on a clip show Yo, that shit's dope ah, Making each F better than the last show Either way I'm staring at Steve's cat's show call. If this is a road trip, let me hold you down Make that trip from NYC to Chrome Bill South It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show it's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, you must must want to wanna be in the in the in the book of what records is the dumbest motherfucker, 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 motherfucker alive. You were saying you weren't feeling great. Would you say you were about to start saying you were taking something? I'm drinking amaretto to fix it. Okay, kill the germs. Yeah, I feel like you just kill it with some liqueur. You you get the germs well rested. And so they can procreate throughout your body. That's a, that's the second real. Well, that's actually three titles that I've heard so far. Procreate, procreate throughout your body. That's a good one. <laughs> Liqueur the germs away. I think that's what you said. That's strong. And then the the other one was uh, dust buster. Finesse the balls. <laughs> we're back. It's been too so long. It's been a long time. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. All right. It's so who are who, who who are you? The last time we did an episode, to put it in perspective, it was not eleven. Intro on the one where uh, Steve's internet got all screwed up. We've been a little bit snake bitten, but the last time we did an episode where it was the three of us was episode one thirty six called "This One's for Gino." It was released on wait for this March twenty seventh. Oh my god! No, two thousand and fourteen. No, just kidding. Two thousand and eighteen. Is that true? So, uh, just yeah. just the three of us. Just the three of us. Since then, we've had Youngman. Uh, Who are you? Doppelgangers. Who are you? We've had the Pen Pals on. There's Who are still, you? Uh, trash debris and odor Who are in my you? house from that. Uh, <laughs> Paul Barman. Who are you? Moses Rockwell. Who are you? And we had Larange. Oh no, we didn't have Larange. That's written who, on the who, list. Who, who, but who, that who, 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 who are you? One day. One day. Thanks to everybody for sticking with us here. But this is what if episode you, 142. Have, I think we might be jumping the gun that we've, we've actually jumped. This. Shout out to Erica and uh, Jim Barassa. Absolutely. Jimmy B. Don't Jimmy mean to put B. the governments out there. Big slop. <laughs> Shout out to Omar. I'm actually hanging out with Slop on Thursday. Nice. Very nice. What are you all up to? Who are, who are you? Coming up, there's a. Uh, so Sean J. Period and Black Thought do this show that's called The Live Mixtape. And uh, they bring a bunch of rappers out of the crowd. They rhyme over instrumentals. Uh, so I saw it once at the Roots Picnic at Bryant Park, and I think it was 2016. Hmm. And uh, so they're doing it at a venue up here called Sony Hall on Thursday. Fittingly, Sony Hall, Andy Hall, big slop. And uh, they've, at a minimum, said that it's Rockham, Pharoah, Monch, and Black Thought. Oh, my goodness. 
So we're talking goats. Quite there, the line. There are certainly, maybe not me personally, but there are certainly people whose top five consist of the three of those. Definitely. Right. Maybe Steve Steve Bills. Um. If you or who are you dropping? Actually, that's an interesting way to. Okay, go ahead. Pop, I guess. So Rockham, Black Thought. Are any of those? Are any of those in your top five? I could easily say that Black Thought and Rockham are in there. At one point in my life, Pharaoh March was probably in there. But Check I haven't loved up. I haven't I haven't loved the last few albums. I've really liked them, but I haven't loved them like that. The joint that Marco Polo did, now that might be two albums back, was nice. Was that War? Renegades? We are Renegades. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm saying the, the those are they're amazing albums, but they're not I don't know that these are like you know, bulletproof wallets over here. Fair. And actually I shouldn't I should have said Supreme Clientele. But I said bulletproof wallets. Oh, but I thought that you were basically just saying that they weren't bulletproof, and then you threw wallets on the end to kind of hip hop with it. Oh wow! As opposed to <laughs> as opposed to actually referencing bulletproof wallets, which I doubt you can name a specific song off. Of. Tony for mayor. I know the remix album is unassailable purses. Tony for mayor. You remember that one? Chuck, Chuck, can I throw this at you? This is how you know this is a New York show, not a DC show. Up until you rattled off the four big names, I was like, "Oh, cool!" So like, you and Andy are gonna get on the mic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not an unreasonable thought to have for a show down here. A little different up there. Hey, you've heard of Black Thought? Have you heard of Unreasonable Thought? Unreasonable Thought. <laughs> wow. So, what would be the opposite of Unreasonable Doubt? His new album, Reasonable, <laughs> Reasonable Assurity, Assurance. Reasonable Assurance. <laughs> Reasonable Assurance. Actually, Jay could drop an album tomorrow called Reasonable Assurance. <laughs> it would totally That's make true, sense. Right. Have you guys actually... So this is one of the, like, the downsides of Spotify is that not every record ends up getting released on it. And if you're like me and you sort of go on there for 99% of your music mm. and you miss the shit. Have you actually heard the Jay and Beyonce record? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, you know, it's funny, man. I feel like... There's so much it's, it's tough to make this point now Because mm. I, I think I mentioned this once Content is king But I feel like People have like 13 records now yeah. Like you know Like I went to I was watching I was bouncing through Netflix And there I saw like the ad For like a Nina Simone documentary I was like oh, I'm not like as into her As familiar with just her music As I should be And I went She has like 36 albums <laughs> You know what I mean There's like There's a lot of in- instances Of this shit on Spotify Like as soon as I started listening to the Jay Z Beyonce album, I was like kind of tuning out. I was like, all right, well, I kind of know what to expect, like style wise, point wise. Like, imagine if in nineteen like eighty seven, who was like the biggest pop stars? Like Mike, Will Smith did like a like a record with like uh, I think Michael Jackson was pretty big in eighty seven. So Michael Jackson does it does a, a fucking record with all right. Don't yeah, take out like the husband wife aspect of it, which is even crazier. Like if two of the best artists are you know among them in different genres for doing a record together twenty years ago, you'd be like holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, wait, is this other Mike and Nine record on here? You know what I mean? Like it's just it's so accessible. There's so many of them. There, I get there's a lot. Distracted so easily. Maybe I feel like I feel like someone could go to you and be like, "Yo, Smith and Wesson's gonna do an album with Pete Rock," and you'd be like, "That sounds awesome!" Right? Like it actually came out. Of <laughs> right, right, yeah. You know, I don't know about half the shit. I'm listening to football podcasts. I don't even watch football. You know, I got got to make better use of my time. So then, why would anybody want to listen to our podcast where we talk about those things? 
Don't know. <laughs> Shit, I got to I got to go to sleep now. Right. I've never understood that part. <laughs> you know podcasts are on Spotify. We should get on there. I think it's a Yeah, we've talked about this. Oh, we have. Yeah. The only podcast I've listened to on Spotify is uh microphone check and then I think I saw that the new Stretch and Bobito joint moved there but I yeah. can't say I've actually checked you have to be like on a major distribution channel and already be an established podcast I believe to get on Spotify so what's the problem <laughs> just explain that we're on underground hip hop for podcasts so. <laughs> we're not even on underground hip hop.com no like you know the genre <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we tried to get the open mic eagle joint up there and then right Speaking of which, he's playing, I don't know when this is going to post, but he's playing September 27th at Songbird Cafe, I believe, in D.C. Well, I've never heard of Songbird Cafe. So here's some crazy shit. Let's talk so about I, it. I hadn't heard of, me either, heard of them either. So I emailed them, like tweeted at them. I was like, I'd love to open the show. And you get a response from the email saying, you know, if you haven't heard back from us in 24 hours, like, you know, get it's back a no. to it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, you know, I was like, all right, like, I don't want to plan myself, but like, if this is just an automated email, like, who the fuck's going to know? Yeah. So I email one more time, right? Like, three days later, they hit me back. They're like, tell us more about yourself. We're interested. I was like, so I went to my wife. I was like, yeah, I can, I just got asked to do this show, kind of like presenting it in a way that wasn't entirely true or yeah. false. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but she was like, yo, it's back to school night. That's like the worst night to go. I was like, yeah, these people are going to fucking hate my guts. I was like, hey, 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 never mind. So I wrote back and I was like, I can't do the show. But the point being, I don't want to make it all about me. Open my Eagle. <laughs> That's going to be a great show. I wish I could go. I hate my life. Chuck, do you want to come open up for Open My Eagle <laughs> on yeah, back to school night? I can make the trip down there. Chuck, how much would you to do a solo set? Because I know logistically getting the band down here. How much would you like? Would you do it for the train ride ticket, or is it not doable? <laughs> I mean, what type of venue? Would, I mean, is it? I'm sure I it's a good your, venue. I your video shoot, and you know, that just because right. it's tough to do it. Right, right, right. If right. this was like a Saturday, yeah, I would do it for the, the old, the old down and back of different styles. Yeah, down and back. Has that ever been a different styles collab? <laughs> it is now. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough. Uh, it's a tough track. Down and back uh, with the alter ego up and back. Up and back. <laughs> that uh, yeah, if it was a which... Saturday, I'd do it for. I'd probably just do it on the strength. Right. Do it That's, for the for the culture. As for the culture. Do it for hip hop. <laughs> Chuck, did you uh, did you watch the video yet? Uh, the, oh, I love the video. Word. Have we plugged the video? No. Is it actually out, or was that just? I know I watched it on YouTube, but I felt like it didn't have a real description. Like it was there, so no one would find it, which it is actually a, an interesting concept. Right. <laughs> well, so I think you could just label it K chromosome if you want to make sure no one sees it on YouTube. <laughs> Well, so we had done the so the doppelgangers did the video uh, for the single off my upcoming record on Strange Famous Records. Who the are album, you? The album's called Live Long Enough to Learn. The song that we did the video for is called Do It Anyway. So the release date's been set, and I'm the kind of person like, and this has worked against me in the past. Where I'm like, 18 months from now, if I have something coming up, I'll, I'll like throw it on Facebook. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you know, and you know, follow it up. But I feel like there's, it's better nowadays to be more strategic and like announce something important as to what to expect not more than two or three weeks before it's going to happen right so that's the plan i feel like people are actually getting 
burn off of doing like the attention spans are so short that people like to just drop surprise releases right like the m album that came out right. you know probably pretty strategically the friday before a long weekend like figuring there'd be some barbecues and people hanging out and it's just like it dropped with no one to my knowledge at least no advance notice i think it worked pretty well yeah so in combination, so, in combination i think it should be like long... tomorrow it's dropping well so to that point in combination with it being a long holiday i think what happens like someone makes an announcement right and then the the blogs and all that stuff pick up on there they're like here's the announcement but if there's no actual product like who really gives a shit honestly? yeah people are You're dropping track listings the... they don't want to see that track right? listing shit anymore i want you know? the meat you know what i mean not the container so I, I feel like that was a good strategy on his part to drop it and you know it's it's interesting just because we're three white rappers, we have to talk about all the white rappers. So Everlast dropped a record September seventh. But he here's some mind blowing shit. Number one, he'd been promoting it for a while. Wow. But number two, slugs on it. Huh. Oh my god. Interesting. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly did the artwork. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny, I was like, yo, someone looked at my Spotify, like, if Jell did the beat for this song, this would be I'd be like kind of freaked out right now. <laughs> So yeah, so but you know there there's a strategy there of he announced it, you know he called a shot and then let it breathe a little bit. M was just like, here you go. Yep. Here you go. I'm my way out. Did you guys see that um that uh, promotional video that a bunch of the DJs were doing the low blow challenge? So you did that and got props for it. I did. I got some props. I was oh, very excited. I watched but, yours. Was, but that was a strategy. Was so Rags rounded up. A bunch of DJs, a rack of DJs, basically sent everybody a copy of this record and said, "Put together a one-minute video. Just have fun with it." I thought it was a pretty good promotional tool, you know. And the it was a Rags record. No, it was um he. I'm not sure if he's featured on the record or if it's just friends of his. It's uh, Common Good Records, and they're out okay. of LA. So I think he's I think he's put out maybe um one of his projects with Unknown. Or maybe more than one of his projects with Unknown is on that label. So okay, yeah. So there's people are getting creative these days, you know. Got to find a way to stand out, right? That's, that's it. So maybe, maybe you could do that with your with your new record. Yeah, it's Just funny. Send, it's send so, it out to all it, your DJs or whatever. As soon as you brought it up, I remembered seeing it on Rag's Instagram page to, that maybe like 20 minutes ago, okay. and thinking, is it biting if I have people do that? You know, but it does make me think I ought to do something, I don't know, unique. Why not? Paint the, paint the lyrics to this song on my hairy back. <laughs> I mean, we can brainstorm this now if you want. Sure. What do you got? My marketing team. Do you, Are you planning on releasing lyrics to any of the songs? So everything's digital. So on Bandcamp, the lyrics will certainly be up there with descriptions of each song. Okay. I feel like I I like providing content in that way too, especially if it's just like completely. How about, corny how about you take all the lines of the song, uh-huh. write it out in like a grid, and mm-hmm. then try to do like word search, like a word search within the lyrics. Okay. See who, whoever makes up the most words out of one set of group of lyrics to a song gets like a prize or something. I, I think it's a good I think you're in the right direction I think given our discussions about attention span that might <laughs> that might gonna, be it's not gonna lot. work okay fair enough uh, but I think it's it's good like have something I always thought when Def Jux with the Mr. Liff album they had like the 
golden wrappers or the golden tickets mm. in the scene. I always thought that was a good idea, and I don't remember seeing a which whole record lot of was that. that? I Phantom. Yeah. Or when I drunkenly saw him after show, I was like, I love Phantom Eye. And I was like, my <laughs> I love Phantom Eye. Phantom Eye. He looked at me like, you fuck. I hate people. How like about you. this? How about you put out the record? Are you going to put it out with instrumentals or no? So here's my plan with, we have the video for Do It Anyway dropping maybe like a couple of days before the record. Who did the beat on Do It Anyway? Steve. Who, oh, who, 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 who are you? My man Steve sent me an 80, I think it was 80 BPM. And I was, it was like, very you, slow. Yeah, you're right. And I was like, can you speed this up to 100? You're like, this is going to sound terrible. I was like, well, it's the lead single for my record. So I'm glad you made it. <laughs> Within one day, he's like, I like this. We're going to go with this one. Right. Now, dude, it fit perfect. It's such, a, it's such a great beat. I think it's such an awesome song. The video is great. And so I was thinking a year later, mm. I'll drop a video for one of the other songs on the album. And have that coincide with the instrumentals being released. Got it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I do feel like kind of like a year is maybe too long, but I, like seven yeah. months. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's that? What's one year in dog years? Is it four months? Twelve divided by seven. No, it'd be like uh, a little less than two months. Okay. I would su- I would suggest this so when next, you put out the instrumentals. The next day I did. <laughs> when you put out the instrumentals, once you do a contest. For, for rappers like you gotta think that a lot of your fans are are rappers themselves right so have a contest of somebody doing like a guest verse on one of the songs and then pick the best one and then put out that song okay that's a good idea oh you could come up with a cool name for it too like I would do it on a song where you already had a collabo okay and this is just one idea and you could be like oh you know Outshine Sage kick slug off the track whatever it is right i'm just thinking of the people i know that are who's on the record so we got sage on the record we've got open mike eagle we've got and slug, slug. Mm-hmm. just and the three of them the three of them huh. yeah strong with two being on one song so that's uh maybe this maybe that's the uh the take your pick where you give them a, a version where they could either kick open mike eagle or slug off the record <laughs> right well, here's another cool thing is that they are pressing up 57-inch records. Um, the lead single... And 49, because I'm taking one. Wait, you're saying 50... 57 one-inch records? No, one 57-inch record. Okay. That's the Heinz record. This is a great, you know, vintage piece, but God, have you, it's have very you, cumbersome. You've heard of 12-inch records. Have you heard of 57-inch records? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like some Spinal Tap shit where they're like, right. we're going to put out a 13-inch record. 13-inch <laughs> records, kid. Play that shit on 11. Okay, so what's <laughs> wait, what's 11. coming out? What's coming out on the um on the 7-inch record? So it's going to be the lead single Do It Anyway. Nice. The song featuring Slug and Open Mike Eagle, which is called Figure Him Out. Mm. And then the B-side is going to be a song called Fresh Socks. That's the one I'm going to do the video for in a year. Have you that's talked on to... The record, uh, or is that a new song? That's the last song on the album. Oh, yeah. I like that joint. So Prolific did that, mm. actually. And I, I've always uh, I've always liked... Who, 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 who are you? Uh, Stranger. He actually shot um, the Serotonin Sweepstakes video, which I think is my, the best video I've ever done. Like, it's just... He nailed it. He knocked it out of the park. And I'm really excited to, to show 
the 17 people who are going to be interested in the video for do it anyway because i think it's dope like it's funny man. i feel like do it anyway was a turning point for me i was like like stop your your fucking pocket is is being sardonic mm. like you don't have to be too heavy-handed which it may be every now and then but like so it's a short song the hook is along those lines for all the pragmatic reasons there are for me to stop making music i just do it anyway and it's funny so I like how I get defensive to myself. Yeah, you, you really brought a, an antagonist out of nowhere. <laughs> right, right. Somebody yeah. arguing against you. Right. So, um, but yeah, contest, man. I like for it. for maybe selfish for maybe selfish reasons of me wanting to go get a drink, can we play a song? Sure. Yeah. Is that cool? I got Absolutely. your drink right here, man. I got the hibiki. Come on now. I got your drink right here, my friend. Have a sip. Oh, the hibiki. <laughs> This shit is so good. All right, I've been meaning to play this Steve, for a while. Are you on the Camp Low shit? Are you on the. I am. Uh, a Stevie gonna... Bills and EB zipping on my red. Dog. I can't believe how good this. I, I feel I... like I've I've spent like a lot of years of my life drinking the wrong thing. <laughs> I should have been drinking Amaretto this whole time. Can I tease something for yes. after the song? Yeah. Chuck, in the last two days, I've interacted with people blast from the past, and two of them you know. I'll give you hints. They're both rappers. This next hint's gonna kind of give one away. Oh. One of them works in the field that you work in, and then the other one dunked a basketball in high school. Whoa! Um, works in the field that I work in. That that one's let's actually talk. A let's bit talk after the song. More challenging, but the one who's dunked a basketball wants someone to go with Mr. Forty. No. <laughs> no. Interesting. All right. Think about it. What song you got, Steve? This is called "I Glisten, I Shine," by Max Beats. Friend of the show. Oh, shit. Steve Bills. Ippy Dip. I glisten, I shine. I glisten, I shine. Huh. I glisten, I shine. I glisten, I shine. Black Root. I glisten, I shine. 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 I listen, 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 I shine. Mm-hmm. 
Episode 142 in the motherfucking house. Max Beats. For anyone that is very confused in what they just listened to, no instrumentation. All from, as they say in the Spanish language, de la boca. That, that shit's amazing. His name, actually, De La Boca. De La Boca, Max De La Boca. <laughs> you, you heard of Max De La Roca? Wow. You heard of Zach De La Roca? This is Max De La Boca. <laughs> Max De La Boca. <laughs> Holy shit, how did it take that long? I've literally known this guy for, uh, for 20 years. I actually credit him with uh, creating the nickname K-Chromie to homie. He was the first person, Max, the first oh, yeah. person I ever oh, heard really? saying. I was walking to McKeldin Library, and I ran into you, Max, and, and Jason Nichols, Jesus. And I was coming up, and he goes, look, it's K-Chromie to homie. Oh, man. <laughs> That's funny. And I should have just been like, look, it's Max de la Boca. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I'm about to text him I hope you guys don't mind I texted him You're a genius it's, It is funny though Because I was like I know Max Is this like a nine and a half minute song? <laughs> it was a strong four Yeah Now he, he's he's so talented It's crazy and That's the kind of song Where I was like Yo Watching I don't know A movie in a club scene Okay And yeah. I heard that song But this, this fits That's like the Blade Runner club scene in Blade Runner 4049 or whatever 2049 right right right, right. So, that was okay, dope going back to your uh, going back to the rappers was it Ted was Ted one of the people yes the only I, the more I thought yes. about my industry I was like well it may not have to be a where, did you, where did you see Ted so it's funny like I, I work over by the University of Maryland and so you know going to CVS or pretty much anything around there like you're you're kind of near the campus and so I was driving back from picking something up at CVS, and I see this dude, you know, like, 
school's in. So, Jay's, I, shout out to Jay Live. Is that oh, that's right, <laughs> right? Sorry. <laughs> so I see a dude walking. I was like, that guy looks a little bit older. You know what I mean? Like, not that he was like mad old, but I was like, he looks like he's like forty. And so I was like, holy shit, that that kid looks like Ted. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I was like, oh shit, that's Ted. So I pulled. It, it was such an odd thing. We were in the. Uh, like a traffic circle. <laughs> so I was like, there's no like clear cut way for me to like pull over to talk to him. Like I basically slowed down and he was, he's like, I thought you were going to jump me. <laughs> so we, he got it. I got, uh, I pulled over and we talked for maybe like 15 minutes. Good dude, man. Shout out. He's a good dude. Who are yeah, you? Man. TK. TK. Check it man, out also. online. That's, that's gotta be up somewhere. Chaos Corner. That's one of the things that King is like, why would I get rid of Chaos Corner? I've had it for years. And I was like, yeah. Like what is, you know? what's Chaos Corner? That's his website, but he's probably, he's got to have had it for like almost 20 years now. There's no way that's still up, is it? So he said. I'm going to check it right now. It'd be K-A-O-S. Then Corner with a K. Right. You know, that's one K away from a place you don't want to be. I'm just going to Oh, look, that. we don't care is up there. <laughs> the old school vendetta cover is up there. That's awesome. Who's the dude in this old school vendetta cover that's too cool to look at the camera? Oh, to me. Oh, nope. it's definitely me. No, it's definitely you. Oh, Chuck. <laughs> it's definitely me. Chuck on some diva shit. You guys are taking pictures in front of a project building somewhere. That was in Baltimore somewhere. Nice. Was that? That wasn't yeah. the real album cover, right? That was just a a flyer for it. He's got, he's got beats for sale. I like that. Okay. Oh, it's got three songs up here. Power Moves, Timing, One Track Mind. I actually have One Track Mind on Wax. All right, it's I'm going to try to buy the music the, right now. I'm going to try to buy it. B-side of We Don't Care. And it's uh, me. actually one of my favorite verses I've ever done is on that song. I don't know what... has three different beats, right? Yeah, I don't know why one of my favorite verses of all time ended up on Ted's record. Shout out. <laughs> I do love the guy. You'd think I would have put it on my own stuff. Right. <laughs> hey. It just lets people know you bring your A game, except you don't bring it to your own records. Yeah. <laughs> I I had the verse where it was like, uh, it was all about meeting people. Oh right. And then at the end, it was that it was all me. It was just different ways of explaining, right? And then uh, it was no like a, it was like Sybil. Yeah, it was like Sybil. Uh, and then I still remember you had the hotline on that that was like. Uh, Yo, sees you got fat. Yeah, I know it looks pathetic. I'm getting liposuction for petty anesthetic. Yeah. Sadly, that, that statement's come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having liposuction on Saturday. In like, oh, four, episode 143. In like, oh, four or five, like, I hurt my back so bad, I just stopped, I just flat out stopped exercising. I put on, like, 30 pounds. And then, oh, like, the, now with working, there's times where I can't. I'm like, you haven't broken a sweat in about a month, dog. <laughs> you know? Anyway, but yeah, dude, that was a great record. That was awesome. It was Shout good seeing him, man. He's such—he's one of those dudes. There's not many people I think you'd run into that you haven't seen in a long time that you might say like, "Yo, if you're around here again, holler at me. Let's grab lunch." Like that's—I was like, "Yo, you have my number," and I, I was like, "I'll text you, say what's up." I think you're just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> right. The last time I saw him was at Henrock's birthday. Uh, and we were all staying in in this house out in Long Island. It was like twenty people. It was a it was a throwdown. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I might have gotten a little liquored up and been like, "Yo, we gotta hang out more, man. I miss hanging out with you." 
Right. I got right. on the email because I do love Ted. That's my That's man. Right. Absolutely. Who is the other person? You mentioned two rappers. All right. So. The dunk the basketball. In a dunk contest. In a dunk contest. Mm-hmm. It may Kevin, be like Kevin Durant. Durant. I was going to say no. Kevin Durant or LeBron James. No. It's like the only other thing you know about this dude. Scott Stallsmith. <laughs> Definitely is that, not. Is that tall Scott? <laughs> no, Blakesley. Oh, shit. You ran in there? <laughs> so he emailed me and was like, yo, I'm getting back into doing music. And so he put out a record. Uh, let me look the name of the join up. Rapper's it's name. called the group. Signifier is, named... is his name if you're looking for his stuff on Spotify. Right. His dope album called The Yellow Lens is actually pretty nice. His uh, group. Indigenous is... Womb, right, was their first crew. Right. Uh, the group is Firewood Lodge, and they have a new record called Welcome Home. It's available on Spotify and all that good stuff. So I hooked him up with uh, the people at Copycat. I not hooked him up. I was like, talk to these people, Copycats out of Minneapolis, and they just knocked it out of the park. So he's got a new album, and I was like, oh, shit, I remember Chuck. Like, you know, we used to kick it with this guy. But I always remember, I, I don't think Blakesley ever told me this, and I remember, like, shooting baskets with him. I think you're the one that was like, yeah, he said he dunked a basketball in, like, a high school dunk contest. You have a better memory than me. Mm. Maybe it was about somebody else. Maybe it was Kevin Durant. No, I'm pretty sure it was him. Anyway, sure, I t- sure it wasn't Mr. Forty. <laughs> right. right, right. He checked out the podcast though. He was like, "Yo, I'm into it." So if he's listening, here's your there's your plug. Give me my fucking check. I remember Mr. Forty played a song for me that I. It was either uh, on your track or he played me another song that he had done with TCK. And there was a rhyme where he used to, he said, I used to dunk on cats, but now I got bad knees. Right. And I was like, yo, that's like the illest lyric. And, right. uh, and then I was laughing and he's like, oh, you don't believe me? I used to I used to like jump over cars and dunk on people. I was like, really? Cars? <laughs> Do you believe that? Kind he was of. a tall dude. To, oh, really? I was going to say, I, he's a tall dude. I don't doubt that he could dunk. Jumping over a car, though. You know, I, I don't know. People take shit a little too far sometimes, I think. I mean, if the car was parked directly below the rim. <laughs> right. right. That's not a diss. I'm just saying. It makes it a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. I've... This isn't the, like the Kia Baron Davis. Uh, what was it? Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Griffin yeah. Right. Yeah. Throw it out the sunroof. What an odd thing. Like, he, you know, it, it's funny. Like, all the things that I think about that will be mind-blowing to us. Like, I was talking about the record, you know, uh, 20 years ago. If that had come out, it would not like... Something that I'll see a hundred years from now that'll just blow my mind. But imagine a hundred year, hundred years ago, someone was like, "Here's what 2016 looks like," and it was just that moment. <laughs> <laughs> like people don't know what a car is, they don't know what a basketball is. Like that would just completely fucking blow your mind. So I don't know if that's gonna happen though. I've been watching too much Black Mirror. Every every little situation I get into, I'm like, "How is this the technological end of us all?" Yeah. It's a little bleak. That shows yet? that shows a little bleak. Black Mirror. Yeah, for sure. You know what fucks me up about it? it you know, I, I have time to watch maybe like one show at night before I go to bed. Sometimes you'll have one a Black Mirror episode that's like a little lighthearted. You know, like the end. Like in the end, everybody's okay. We all learned some. And then some of them like there was an episode where it was like all of these people were getting trolled by someone who caught them basically like looking at porn or doing something. And then, like, at the end, like, it turns out, like, all the people actually were, like, looking at child porn. I was like, wait, 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 what? 
Huh. You know, like okay. I was like, now I have to go to bed. Like this is terrible. Yeah, you just feel bad about yourself. It, it gets it gets a little bleak at times. I mentioned uh, so Ozark. I was curious if you guys had watched it because the first episode of season two. I love when a properly placed song in a show or movie mm. reinvigorates me in an artist. And it was Notorious B.I.G. got a story to tell. It's uh, like just so perfectly placed. I went through that whole, you know, I think I always overlooked the second, the double CD second album. It was just that it wasn't as good as the first record. They were, in my opinion, at the time, I felt like they were, this is a harsh thing to say, but they were like commercializing. They were, they were making money off of his death. Uh, and, you know, and it just, there was just a reason why I listened to it a bunch, but it didn't stay hard in the rotation. Whereas when you go back to it, hey, you yo. Know, 50, hey, yo, 15 years later, whatever it is, 20 years later, probably yeah. at this point. Yeah. Shit bangs, dude. I mean, it's the ultimate argument of rap, right? Is style over substance and style versus substance. And my man's flow is just so amazing. Yeah. The style is incredible. And then there is still a lot of, a lot of meat on the bones, so to speak. Hey, yo. So it's a dope record. And it was, and it was that scene. In Ozark, what did they drop? Like, what was the, it was a story to tell and they dropped it when, like while her dad is having sex with the prostitute. I can't remember the exact scene. I know it was in season. I binged the show so fast. It was in episode one. You already got through the whole thing. Oh, I watched it like the whole weekend. This is what life without kids is like. Wow. I'm at like episode <laughs> like four. Came, I'm in episode four or five. Like, Damn, why, I thought I was doing good. <laughs> I'm okay. on to the next. Okay. I've like finished three series since then. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. I've seen more commercials than that. Yeah. Oh, because you watch the NFL. You know, it's funny. So I actually. Booyah. I'd be interested to know where you guys stand on this. It's particularly you, Steve. Well, I, did not, I, like, I didn't oh. watch a single second of football this past weekend. Because you had shit going on, or you just chose not to? Both. There's a USA-Mexico soccer game that's on right now that hasn't gone Choosing to commercial. Choosing not to. That's, that hasn't gone to commercial since this podcast started. I've got it out of the corner of my eye. Now, honestly, where I've seen commercials more than any fucking where else is YouTube. That shit drives me crazy. But not, nah, dude. I only watch streaming stuff or uh, so I watched Red Zone on Sunday mm. and I was I was I was like I'm not watching football this year like I want to spend time with my daughter you know like with my wife when we get home we went to like a museum on a Sunday got home at like 12:30 they're both exhausted so like by 12:50 they're taking that I'm like all right like yeah, now the universe is just like oh really motherfucker you're not <laughs> my man had told me specifically he was not going to watch NFL at all this year. So my surprise, my surprise when the third quarter of the first one o'clock game, he sends me like a commentary on the Saquon Barkley touchdown. Right. <laughs> that didn't take long. Right. Right. Not even a skins game. Dude. I had bets on like five games. Yeah, wow. you know, like, you're like, I had, I got Jacksonville minus three. This game's driving me crazy. You know, what's crazy. I, I've never bet a dime. I just have like, I'll just pick somebody once a year to be like, yo, let's just do five games every week. Oh, what, it's just it's not even for money? Not even the whole season? You know, it's funny. So you know the dude, I, you know Doug. Like, he's like a really good, you know, he knows what he's talking about. I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, we've done it two years in a row, and I think I might be like, I'm like the Hugh Jackson of that shit. I've got like six wins in two seasons. 
You know what I mean? Like almost mm. by like sheer like like a monkey picking games would probably do better. <laughs> so at this point, I was like, I'm, 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 if I would, if I did have to pay you, like I'd never get out of that debt. So let's just, I'll buy you a beer when we go out to the bar. They've started doing this thing on uh, Yahoo Fantasy Football where now they like have compiled all your records and stats for every fantasy game you've ever played. Wow. And actually, when you're playing someone head-to-head, it says, view manager comparison. And it shows, like, my all-time record in fantasy of, like, over 300 games, wow. which, you know, 13 games a season, multiple teams per year, right? Not always in Yahoo. Extrapolate it out. And your boy's coming in at, like, a 49% clip. That's actually that's not bad, man. Which I'm like, I've been doing this all along for, like, essentially a coin flip right <laughs> right it's tough I, Steve do you not into fantasy why aren't you watching the games or do you not want to talk about it no, I'm, f- I'm fine talking about it um, yeah I guess the first thing is I don't want to put any money in Dan Snyder's pocket yeah and I would typically watch the skins number two I, I don't know if they've actually enacted this but when I heard that they were going to force the players to essentially stand up for the for the national anthem, like they're not allowed to protest if they like if they want to protest, they have to go in the locker room. It seemed like uh, a bit of forced patriotism to me, you know. So I didn't really want. I don't really agree with that. It's an interesting thing because I feel like you know it's it's Kaepernick's right, it's the players' right to do that if they want. But I also think, and I'm not saying this is necessarily on a macro level good, but in this situation, the owners, it doesn't behoove them to do bad business. Sure. <clears throat> so, you know, like there was players that did it. It was like, all right, well, you're, you're a borderline, like all pro, like we'll still sign you. And then there's people like Kaepernick that, I mean, you could make the argument. It was like, dude, like it's, you're not the difference between a six and 10 team and like a 13 and three one seed. So it's not worth the headache of having you in here as a backup. I'd be really interested to see if somebody of like a much higher stature, like if it got to the point where LeBron was like, you know what, I'm sitting out until this shit gets yeah. resolved. I really wondered what would happen. Well, didn't Aaron Rodgers make a few statements about it? Yeah. I thought he made but, a bunch of statements like in support of, you know, their right to protest if they want to. Right. It does get cherry picked for sure, but I also think a lot of it is the, the fucking media. You know, like if they chose to pound that into the ground, it's a, they'd probably get more. Trump it, was responsible as much as anyone for fucking reviving it. Agreed. It's a it's it's a it's a hot topic, you know. And he knew exactly what he was doing. He 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 benefits off of it the base. for sure. Well, that's he, what's so whack about him was yeah. I was like, yo, like sure you'll benefit from this in like your own perverse way, but like. The reason that you're such a fucked up leader is like you will do that at the expense of everyone you're supposed to be in charge of. Yeah, it's pretty clear that he's only playing for one team, and that's not even the Republican Party. It's anybody who supports him. It's tough, man. All right, let's not get too far on the Trump down the Trump hole. I'm just right. gonna get I'm just gonna get mad. I'm gonna yeah. it's gonna be like watching an episode of Black Mirror. I'm just gonna go to bed depressed. <laughs> right, right, right. So well, you know, it is interesting though. Like they were up and ready to go. Kind of like you know the the red zone the witching hour is like three forty five to four thirty like shit just gets bonkers even if you have no skin in the game yeah 
uh, all those one o'clock games coming to an end. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it does kind of speak volumes of like, all right, what are you doing from one to three thirty? You know, is there a better way to spend your time? I didn't think so, so I watched it. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, they're up at like four fifteen, four thirty. We're ready to go out. Yeah, and I, I didn't even think twice. I was like, I, that was as much as I had any right to ask for today. Right. So, but it, it's trouble. It's definitely troubling to watch. I think I told you that my, uh, you know, one of my problems with Sunday football and, and planning a day around it is it's just with the lifestyle that I lead, there's already a lot of alcohol consumption on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So rolling into it on Sunday just begins to feel really unhealthy. Yeah. Sunday is a very good detox day. Yeah. And uh, my plan was just to rock red zone 3.30 to 4.30 in the gym. Just be like, I'm going to spend an hour on the treadmill and watch all these games end. And uh, shout out to Verizon and NFL for having the red zone app crash Oh. On everyone's phone for week one. No well way. Done after after jacking the price up from one ninety nine a month to four ninety nine a month, which is a very negligible increase for those of us that do pay for apps. Shout right. out to Steve Bills. Yep. <laughs> Whoa, that's fucking whack, dude. Oh, dude, it was so bad. But that's you weren't the only one. This ha- you saw this happen like, across the. This happened to everybody. Oh, it was so funny to watch on Twitter. Because, of course, I was just searching it and then liking and retweeting everyone complaining about it. It was the most active I've been on Twitter. You know, I, I felt like my dad. I was, just <laughs> right, right. I was very active. That's crazy, man. So what did you, I, I guess, you can, do you get money back? How does that work? I definitely, class action suit. Oh, good, That's for, you know, $1.25 back for the <laughs> I got kids. Shit. But uh, yeah, then I did realize that I have to, I've cut the cord on cable, and I have Directv now, and they don't have Red Zone, which I think I'm gonna have to snip snip that and go with something else. If you don't mind me asking, you don't have to say mm. exactly how much, but would you say you're paying more or less or about the same than you were for cable? Oh, it's only it's like thirty bucks a month. Okay. Oh, really? I didn't realize it was that cheap. But you still have to keep internet, so the internet's still when. When you don't have cable, my internet's still, I don't know, it's $60 or something. Well, so, you know, it's interesting because I, I was telling you about Sling the other day. It's it's uh, So far, I'm really happy with it. It's got a DVR, which was the main reason I didn't want to get it before. But, like, I'm more than happy with it. But it's so cheap. How much is that? I thought I looked it's, at that, and it's like 30 a month. So you have well, – it is. And that's that's why I was blown away. I didn't realize DirecTV was that cheap. Well, DirecTV now is an app that's on your Apple TV. Oh. As opposed to having oh, like a have like separate a device. You know how that's how dumb I am. I'm like, oh, so they didn't climb up 34 stories <laughs> in the middle of Manhattan to put up a fucking dish on your apartment. I, it's kind of. I knew that we were having this miscommunication over text, <laughs> where I was like, I have Directv now, and I know you were. Oh right, like, that I like now right have now. Directv. <laughs> like when? Oh, like right now. I even tried to merge all the words together at once, and I knew in your head you were just like, my man's typing fast. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get the spaces in there. Right? He's excited for football. Yeah, it's uh I don't know. It's 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 the kind of thing we're going forward. But you know, I always think like how do I justify how much time I used to put into this shit? And if you're like, what happened in week nine of last year? I, I couldn't tell you without looking it up, right? Yeah, yeah. But I guarantee you, like that Saturday I was like arguing with family members. You know you're what I mean? I was like, it, yeah. I'm watching football tomorrow, goddammit, leave me alone. You Actually, know here's I mean? a good test. So what were the what were the semifinal matchups last year? Okay. Uh definitely well, semifinals the conference championships, right? 
Yes, yeah, conference championships. I guess. So you definitely right. had Jacksonville, it's a blowing it, b getting blown by the refs uh, in New England. Closer mm-hmm. game that should have been. Amendola saved that game in the fourth quarter for the for the Patriots. The previous game was the uh, the Eagles and the Vikings. Oh man, that was a shellacking. That was. <laughs> Where? All right, so here, you know, I think we don't know if you would have gotten that two weeks ago. I think that you heard people reference it during this week's. I'm going to blow your mind. I, I'd be interested to see how far back I could go. Mm. I, I'm pretty good at remembering it. Definitely the Super Bowl contenders and who won. And I can tell you something about the game. I'm pretty sure I could go conference championships pretty far back. I don't okay, know if you go, want to go do one year before, and then we'll stop because otherwise this is just going to get <laughs> really boring. But. So that was the Patriots when they had that huge comeback against the Falcons, right? Yep. So the Patriots beat uh, ba 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 ba. Fuck, I'm blanking like good <laughs> now. Uh, this this should be easy. Not the Ravens, not the Broncos. Oh, was it the Steelers? They ass pounded the Steelers. <laughs> In the conference championship. Interesting game. choice of verb. <laughs> Is that right, though? Are you looking at it? I'm looking it up. And then Atlanta beat. Fuck, who did they beat? No. Hold up. It wasn't Pittsburgh? No, no. It was, you're, you're saying who beat Pittsburgh? New England, the year that they beat the Falcons. It would have been 2016. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at the wrong year. And then who the fuck did the Falcons beat? Cowboys, no. Giants, no. Redskins, no. Obviously, Eagles, no. I mean, it's doing the division walk. I'm going to go with the Packers. I think Packers. it was the Packers. Packers. Was it the Packers? Yep. Oh, and they, they, they smashed the shit out of them, too, mm-hmm. right? Because I remember Aaron, there was a, okay, there was a shot of Aaron Rodgers on uh, Inside the NFL next week looking up at the score. That's, it was like 45 14, I wow, think. Wow, pretty was good. 44 21. And so, uh, but Rogers was looking up the scoreboard. He's like, "Man, we got to get one of these at home." I'm like, "I feel so bad for that dude. He's been saddled with like the worst fucking coach, yeah, nothing but injuries, and he's like the best of all time." Yeah, I feel so bad for him that he's making 130 million dollars and had sex with Olivia Munn. Yeah, poor he, guy. You should feel bad for that guy. <laughs> right. Uh, so Packers, and I didn't get that one. But yeah, um, forgot where I was going with this. Okay. All right. So do the hip hop equivalent of this. So when. Here we go. What would it be? I wish I knew who was good at the MC battle scene because I could have just made a joke. There, All right, I want to play. Um, can we play some music? When cannabis quick? battled LL Cool J. <laughs> Chuck, Hello? Chuck, what song you want to play? Avid Gambler's Avid Gambler song. Do you have the new stuff I sent you? I do. Which Which one do you think you want to hear? Ooh. Give me um. To me, it's complicated. Okay. Just because I know there was a, want you to see is my joint, but there's a little recording glitch that I've since fixed since I sent it to you. Unless you're live in the Dropbox folder. Um, at which point. Here we go. There might be like four versions of that in there. I think I got Rhyming dope. I be flowing. If your head swole, it's the ibuprofen. Private moment. I'm alone and about to get deep like the widest ocean. Wide-eyed focus time, line broken, my mind open, cannot control it, will not condone denomination, lowest age is a number, but intelligence quotient is the category that matters more, when battle scars got you in the red like a matador, rapid force back and forth, till the ceiling can't hold us like Maclemore. a connoisseur in a nice raw vein, but feeling old, new rapper has nice raw's name. 
in a couple years The whitewashed cane I'm hoping one of y'all will throw the ass right off stage But it's like a full court press So I grab the mic and try to release the stress I'm timeless like eventual descent With primal trying to win till the final final spin like Pressure and you apply it. No interaction remains idle. So when you try to sell high and buy low, on the other side's the supplier with a backlog, macroeconomics, and a backhoe to unload the product. Till a flash mob bobbing on the black top, hawking for the hydroponic cash crop that's brought in. We call that target marketing. And once we got our targets marked, then we start again. Squeaky wheel, barking dog, all a part of it Departure from the particle physics I brought along with us You either feel pressure or you apply it So ask the wizard about a man's iris I'm timeless, like eventual descent We're primal trying to win till the final, final spin edited out rhyme which was deemed by others too graphic mm. for the album was how many times have you had sex with a nun none <laughs> <laughs> wow that's dope <laughs> hence the large laugh afterwards right <laughs> that was dope dude really you're dope just... man you're you're ripping that shit oh thank you thank you very much you're good great fit with the band yeah the, I was just so happy to hear the final mixes in terms of I mean, uh, you know, you go in there like blank slate, trying to lay all the tracks down. Uh, we don't do them like sort of fully skeleton. Like we do songs, and then we systematically go in and replace parts that yeah. are like, oh, I want to do another take at the piano. Like we try and do it live, all of us once, and then just go back in and layer it. Mm -hmm. uh, but honestly, like from the the sort of like first listen after we recorded it to how it sounds then. I mean, it's just, it's fucking a whole other art form. Wow. Mixing, mastering, and arranging. And occasionally there's just a part where a drum beat's like a half second off, and he's like, oh yeah, hold on, let me just Frankenstein that from a second away. Pow, 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 pow. Fixed. Really? Wow. 
Oh yeah, it's it's crazy to watch. Huh. That's got to be a fun like social setting too to bond with those guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we did all three of those songs in about uh I think it was in 6 hours. And then we did all the mixing and mastering in like another session of like 4 hours. Damn. Wow. Good shit. That's man. dope. So you listen to it for a little and be like there's too much of this, there's not enough of that. And then what's cool is you have someone else's ear too you know like he yep. listen to it and he's like I want the vocals loud here I want them soft there I think the drums are I think this needs more low end I think it needs that and I feel like he's he's mixed and mastered every uh, release that we put out and so I feel like he's the fourth member of the band in the sense that he yeah granted we're paying him you know we're, sure. <laughs> we're certainly paying him by the hour but right. I think he sees what we're trying to do right. um, he actually was nominated for a Latin Grammy Award which what? prompted them to <laughs> you just to making put, shit up now? No, which prompted them to put uh, an ad in Billboard magazine the month of the Grammys and then he asked us if we wanted to put a picture of our album cover in the ad and pay for it what? and we said no yeah, okay. that seemed like a huge waste of money and then he <laughs> wrote back and said well I put it in there anyway Wow. So I have the I have the Billboard magazine it has a little one inch by one inch picture of the Avid Gambler's audio files what? Uh, next to a bunch of Latin albums. I'll send, I'll show it to you guys. Right. That's that so dope. So that's my man Camillo. Shout out. Shout out to Very Camillo. Nice. Um, you think you'll win a Grammy? I think you'll probably win a Grammy. This was 2017, so I think. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you straight. I think six nine already won it, or somebody else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar probably who won the Grammy for best rap record last year. Uh, the Patriots beat the Steelers. Gotcha. <laughs> I feel like Cole's like I remember there was a time that Macklemore won and it was a big deal. That was last year, right? right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who won this year. Um, probably speaking of rap out, like you know Mickey what we Minaj have not talked about on here is that that fucking Marlowe record that Mellow yeah. Music put out with. Uh, it's LaRange, yep. L Orange. Yep. Does the production and it's Solemn what's the guy's name? Solomon Brigham or Yeah, Solomon uh, Brigham. Salam Brigham, that's what it is. Uh fucking dude, I went like a month for that yeah, was all. Yeah, you listen I listened to that a to. lot. I I would see it on your Spotify all the time. It was good moving around music. Like it was definitely yep. to and from work, running to and from meetings. I mean I live on the blind side. Yeah, I mean the dude has a great flow. I, I think I, Colin, sharing text with you, I compared it to Quasar. Like, right. he's got he's got one, one kind of lane, and I don't mean that as a diss. Like, he's got one flow that he does really, really well when he gets in a pocket, uh, which reminds me of the, of the QWA from from Typical Cats, uh, just in in that rate where it's like a little sing songy but still incredibly lyrical and, and very syllabic. Uh, but the fucking production on that record, oh my god. I mean, the beats are just incredible. I would implore anyone who's listening this far into this episode is obviously a fan of hip-hop to yeah. check that album out for real. Who are oh, you? Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was really impressive. I've always liked Garange's stuff. Um, it's been interesting. to hear, Like, he did a record with Cool Keith. It's interesting to, to hear what working with different people brings out in him. And I thought this was this was probably the best of those records and then I, I asked you, I go, didn't he do a beat on your record? Which one was it? And you go, it was the intro. I was like, right. oh, fucking obviously. Right, right. <laughs> right. And actually, Cool Keith rapped on the intro. He's odd. 
He had just, to be fair, he had just as many bars on your intro as he did on the song with Open Mike Eagle on his own album. <laughs> right, right, right. I wake right. up hella early because right. that's the dog found up. Bunch of weirdos. Word. What else you guys been bumping? I mean, that's probably the most recent thing I did a full dive into. It's been you know, so long, but uh, that Nostrum Groceries I went hard on for a while. Is that dope? I haven't checked that yet. Yeah, for sure. Very. Milo and Elucid. But I actually, it's funny because I was bumping it quite a bit when we had. It, it, it is another interesting thing I was just thinking of is earlier Chuck was like, Yeah, you know, like I mentioned on the last podcast we did that, like, we're kind of snake bitten. <laughs> and I was like, And then we got snake bitten like three more times after that. It did. It did happen like three more times. But so every time we were going to record, like, there's been three or four albums I've gone back to listen to because I'd like to discuss them. And that was definitely on there, the Nostrum Grocers. That's uh, it's interesting. It's kind of short. There's just a lot going on. Yeah. Like I, every time I listen to it, I'm unpacking more for, from the lyrics. And man, fucking Lucid is uh, that's a lot to ask someone to carry a record with Milo. And I think they're they're neck and neck. Lucid's fucking dope. Very dope. Shout outs. Wax put out a single that's fucking fire. I don't know if you peeped the. Yep. Uh, better when you're high. Yeah, is it probably... Firebird? No, it's not that. I... Is that him? I saw him promoting that. If not, man, he's got a lawsuit on his hands. That guy's funny. The better when you're high track is a fucking banger. He, it's so th- that good. guy knows how to write a song like a catchy ass tune, right? Yeah, I mean, because that's he's like the know, jingle call, king. Call it what it is, right? I mean, it's good, but the chorus is great. Yeah, like, it and is. It's, it it almost like uh, yeah. I mean, it's just a it's just a very well. It's a very complete standalone song, you know, and, and with that, I mean, it could be a pop song. Yeah, for sure. But he raps in it and he kills it and then he sings in it and there's a great arrangement on the chorus. I'm looking, I'm just scrolling through. I mean, Moses Rockwell we had on, so we probably talked about that. Jesus. How many listens do you think Rosanna has? Uh, like 18 million Yeah, or I want to say like, uh, yeah, d- definitely. It is 18 million. Yeah. I, I must have, I must have looked at that. <laughs> I was about to be like, try 18 million. Oh, wait. That's <laughs> I was not looking at it now, but I think I probably saw it when I uh, when I pulled up Better mm-hmm. When You're High, when mm-hmm. I went searching for it, because it, it came a little too fast. Am I the only one of the hey, three yo. of us who hey, will listen Don't to a new fast. E-40 record? Have E-40? Yeah. Would you, or... Will you guys listen to an E-40 record or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I prefer G forty one. Bingo. E forty. Like what if oh dude, that would have been a dope name for E forty's crew, but they're all like I nineteen. Uh, what was the it could be with the dude from um What was E forty's crew? E forty and the click, right? The click, yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember there was like you remember uh, Ludacris had a group and there was a guy named I twenty in there? <laughs> So are you bullshitting? No, I'm serious. There was a guy. I think it's like the interstate that goes through Atlanta was I-20. Okay. Right. Disturbing the peace. So if you put E-40 and I-20 in a group, oh, and man. who else could be there? Tech Bingo. 9. Buck 65. <laughs> Tech 9 and Buck 65. Buck 65 did all the beats. 6-2. 6-2. Oh, 6-2. 6-2 did that. Oh, Fuck yeah. That's, that's stupid for me. Mike and 9 found his way in. <laughs> yeah, Mike and 9. <laughs> right. He's featured. Can I be honest with you? I think "politician" is the dopest slang word a rapper's ever invented. But ba- politician, politician, okay. Politician. That's amazing. Whoops. 
He's credited with inventing a lot of shit. He does have a lot of slang. I think he was yay area is his. So let me ask you this. I mean, I'm assuming he doesn't have a day job. What do you think his revenue stream is now? Oh, I think, you think th- he tours dude, a lot. Dude, I was talking about this with uh, shout outs to Petey Sugg and Scotty Two Guns. Shout out. You could make an argument that E40 has had a better and like more successful rap career than like Rakim, KRS One, Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap. Like the great. In terms of sales? In terms of sales and popularity. Like this dude is like. Every year, like if if the um, the Warriors in the finals, like they have courtside E forty, you know what I mean? They're playing right. "Tell Me When to Go" or "Blow the Whistle" or like a, like hit fucking songs, man. The dude. I is- think I told you guys a story that I went to. It was the N one tournament, like when it was popping, yeah. like with like Professor and the year that like ESPN really got behind it and was showing it during the day, and it was at Verizon Center in DC, which mm. is now has a different name, but. Uh, I forget, but the phone booth. It'll always be Verizon Center to me. And uh, it fucking came out at halftime. And I mean, you could tell like half the crowd didn't know who it was. And I was like, yo, they came out to like tell me when to go or throw a whistle or something. And I'm like, I'm calling out tracks. <laughs> Dude, he's got hit once, songs, man. Once he started going, were people like, oh, shit, I know this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But when they introduced him, they might have said I-20. You know, people did not react. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, they that's did not bat an I-20. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. There's some bangers on the new album, though. I'll give him that. How many albums has he put out? Oh, forty. He, it's got to be up there, man. Like if you throw in the collaborations and stuff, he's got a oh, he's got a it. shit he's got a shitload of albums. So I'll look. He got it. his own app. They need him on on microphone mathematics. So like, the one thing that I do really love about that podcast, which is the Ali Shahid Muhammad. And uh, it's a it's a woman journalist whose name is I'm blanking on right now, but it's it's no disrespect. It's a very good show. Is that when they get the really old people? So like, and when I say old, I mean people that are have been around in the game. Yeah. So, like the w- most recent one I listened to was Big Boy. It's fucking great. And uh, the uh, the other one I was gonna say is Scarface. Yeah. But the Scarface one is just I mean you, you're talking about people like I would put Scarface in the in the same sentence that you just put for E40. For sure. Where like you could make an argument that this guy's had a better career than KRS One. Oh yeah, and I'm and it's funny I think that is one of the other artists that Pete was saying like Scarface and E40 have definitely had like greatest of all time careers. You know. So you think was, he's you think he's balling out. You think he's making? Oh fuck yeah! If you had to guess a year, two fifty. Uh, I would say more than that. Jesus. Yeah, for sure. You know, he's got like he has like um his own like liquor. Um, he's got a whole bunch of uh investing branding stuff. Yeah. Okay. You, you never heard of the Earl Stevens wine or whatever? No. Oh man. I had some Sadat X wine recently. Did you? <laughs> That's a real thing. That's That's the funniest thing you've ever seen. Because then you would make that up. Wow. Sadat X, right. Like, of the three dudes in, like, Grand Poobah, I'm like, yo, like, you're, you know, like, you you seem like like that fun. Lord Jamar, I'm like, you seem kind of like a refined dude. Sadat X is the one I'd be like, there's no way he's the one that makes it. He's the one. He's got the true wine connoisseurs or whatever. I'll give you my honest opinion. The wine was delicious. The the label (laughs) could have used a little bit of work. Well, was was the wine really good? Yeah, it was amazing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Shout out. The label. Uh, the label was trying. It's to true be wine connoisseurs, right? 
it was, it was trying to be too hip hop where I feel like it might have been off putting to people. Like they could have, they should have just had it on the sly, you know. And you're like, damn, that's Sonata X, right? Whereas this one, this one, when, once you saw the label, you'd be like, of course that was Sonata X's wine. You know, I feel like he has True Wine. The dope, it's called True the Wine. Dopest, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he has the dopest. Can you guys name. hear me? No, what did he say? True Wine. <laughs> I keep saying True Wine, and you're like, damn it. True Wine. You can't I'm hear missing, me, right? I can't yes. hear you. I, I'm missing why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> this thing on? Yes. <laughs> it's, called, it's called pee in the pool. You think he still pees cool. in the pool? He does have a line on that in, in the in the get in mine in the one wine wine <laughs> get in mine in the one. Who's who's brave enough to? Uh, Tweet Sadat X and ask him if he <laughs> wilded out and peed in the pool this summer. <laughs> I think we should probably do it. I actually had it. I was at Beerwax, which is a, a spot in New York that is, uh, it's all vinyl records. They have people that come through and spin. Um, I was there two Saturdays ago. Mm. I felt like I was in DC. They had a record fair. Steve, I think I think I sent you this. Yeah. They had like a record fair going on in the back, and then the people that DJed were. Uh, Kev Brown, mm. uh, J Zone, and then Damu was supposed to DJ, but they ran out of time. He never actually DJed, but I got to catch up with him. And also, Raw Poetic was there from RPM. That's dope. Uh, so, uh, who, who and I of those was. four, who do we have a drop from? The last person the audience would expect because hey, we yo. got it like that. J Zone. Give me that J Zone drop. Hey, yo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest edition. Nope. What up, y'all? This is Wax. Nope. They had Jesus. one. This is Cubby Bear. Nope. Yo, what up? This is Jay Zone, a.k.a. Chief Chinchilla, the Onion Ring. Hell, you're checking out Chrome Bills. Stay tuned. That's a nice wow. one. Wow, that's nice. Shout out to Cubby Bear, too. Shout out yeah. to Cubby Bear. R.I.P. Shout out to all those drops. We got to use this more. We do. Uh, use Damu, did, Damu did give me the silly signed vinyl. Very for nice. the collection, I've been on fire because I got the dop joint too. Mm. Yeah, I've been on fire. The dop joint though, I did it for the crew. I need it just that. Says, it just says Chrome Bills. On I it. need that. That was, I know. I figured took one like, for the team. That was nice of you. I figured if Steve ever gets really pissed at me, I can just give him. I just float him the <laughs> that Chrome is, Bills. That wow. would smooth some things, some things over for sure. <laughs> like, like, I can't what, believe you did this. I'd be like, oh, here you go. Son. What would have to transpire? It'd have to be pretty ugly because otherwise, I'm keeping that shit. But just <laughs> saying, I got it in my back pocket. Right. Cole would be like, I don't have a record player. <laughs> this does nothing for me. That's just what I need. Here, take, take this. There's so much stuff. I don't <sighs> know how you have to. You know, so uh, we got to discuss. Uh, my, my lovely wife and I brought our daughter over to Steve's house. Oh, very true. Wife and lovely children. It's quite nice. My man, you gave us two bags of clothes. <laughs> they were like full to the brim. And I was like, are you sure? And you were like, please take them. Please take this and get out of my house. There's so much stuff. Don't feel obligated. I just no, no, want no, you to no. get some. I mean, you like, get some new with, clothes. With I don't kid. have a box of things in my house. It's right. it's a win-win. I feel like I reached a plateau at like 37. Where I was like, if these are the only clothes I have for the rest of my life, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> but like a kid grows so rapidly. They do. Like, God damn! Like I one day, you know, I'll see my daughter like every morning during the week and then on the weekends we spend a lot of time together but like I saw on a Thursday I was like did you grow <laughs> you're so tall now yeah and then you're tall and my and bank think about short. every time somebody buys you like a new pair of shoes for her. 
And then so her birthday's coming up. Yeah, uh, you're I'm about to talk get about. Out. Well, I'm gonna talk about this here just because nobody that like <laughs> nobody actually listens to this shit. She but wants so, gift cards to Home Depot. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to put on the invite, like, please don't bring us toys and shit. Like, gift cards to Amazon would be great. <laughs> and I think that's such a practical thing. But she was like, you are such a dickhead. <laughs> but I was like, yo, like, I feel like you're like with a baby registry. You kind of do that because people are like, we don't want to be doubling up on shit. Why is it different when they're year, when they're actually fucking here? Tell me, tell me you're not going to use that money for your own shit, though. Dude, my own shit is her shit. I, you know I mean? you like, wouldn't get like a new mic stand if you had like no. five. Say, Dude, say you got like in the last four hundred dollars in Amazon credit. You notice he's the only one in the pod that's right. holding well, his mic. I feel like I move a lot though. I like, break it within the first time. Okay, but so you know, like I mean, this fucking country. There's no paid maternity this country. leave. <laughs> this like country. my wife just went back to work. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking it, I'm taking it to the country. government. Has he mentioned that before on the show? <laughs> this country, yeah. they don't have paid paternity leave. Cole so, used to know, do this move at old shows. He'd be like, "Have you met my hype man, Mike Stand?" <laughs> he moved the stand over. It was always a nice move. Thank you. But yeah, you know. So I mean, fuck my my. The idea of my shit has been out of the window yeah. for so like I'm You're lucky in the basement that, like, now. Tur- I come home and there's like turn around. That's your space right there. I eat chicken and rice. The same thing every fucking night during the week, just because wow. it's easy on my. You know what I mean? Like, wow. like, what can I do to make your lives better? Mine. Don't worry about it. Chicken and rice still hit jumpers like Mark Price. Like Mark Price. So you give me an Amazon gift card. I'm buying diapers. I'm buying for me. Okay. I'm buying right, binkies. I'm buying. You know. I ain't buying shit. I might buy me a new pair of socks. Buy a flashlight. <laughs> a new flashlight. Dude, the storm. Whoa, Yo, whoa. Are whoa. you worried? Chuck, you got nothing to worry about. You're out of the path. Hopefully, well, actually, I, no wait. I definitely live in, in the Carolina, flood zone. Right? I live in the flood zone in New York, so I hope it doesn't come up here. Are you worried about your your parents' place down there? Um, I hadn't thought about it till now. To be honest, <laughs> does that make me a bad person? I've <laughs> <laughs> just been busy. Was well, that That's... the area? Is there anyone there? Oh, uh, he's definitely there right now. You think he's going to be evacuated? Uh, I should check in on. I'm gonna send a text right now. You guys yeah. take it from here. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Like that's man. what friends. I are. definitely have. I definitely have some bottles of jugs of water. Yeah. Like I, and I know where they are. I kn- I know how far my extension cord can stretch to get to the emergency generator. You know. Oh, you have a generator. I what do. would you need a generator for now? Lights. Make sure the sump pump still works. Gotcha. Okay. That's a big one. Yeah. How does the sub pump work? Sump. Sump pump. pump. What is a pump and something? <laughs> How does it pumping work? Pumping and dumping into the sump pump. <laughs> pumping. I was a, I was a sub pump in uh, high school. <laughs> do you really? Do you not know how to sum, how a I sump? No, I have no idea. Okay. People were like, "Do you have one at your house?" I'm like. You could show me a hairdryer. All right, like, so you know in the ba- have you ever opened up the back of your toilet and watched the water flow up? Uh-huh. And then it hits that little floaty thing and then it stops pumping the water in there? Okay. That's like the opposite of what a sump pump does. With a so sump it drains pump, the water out to a With a sump level. pump, once the water hits that certain level, that's when the pump kicks on and it spins something called an impeller, which is like a really fast motor with a super fast fan on it okay and it goes so quickly that it shoots the water out steve why does it wait till the water gets to a certain level to turn on 
because you can't you don't want to have the pump running constantly or it'll get burned out and it also it can't run dry true right huh yeah. or what happens it'll burn out quick. yeah you just the yeah the pump will burn out so it blows the water but at towards the ground not back up into your basement no 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 so oh, yeah some pumps are always connected to a pipe that shoots out and away from your house okay what if they installed it backwards <laughs> then you have a problem right. and you'll find out very that's quickly that's called a pump sump this is a chump pump <laughs> a tube pump oh, I... um this is a teaser but i will be signing off here shortly okay little that teaser works for me little teaser for you little teaser little teasers pizza pizza ladies and gentlemen welcome to the newest Thanks, that Odyssey. No, let that ride. Let that ride. Come on. Ladies and Give gentlemen, welcome shine. to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. Straight out of Washington, D.C., one-third of the Diamond District. It's your man, Odyssey, and y'all are tuning in to Chrome Bills. Peace. Yo, I have such a good fucking idea right now. I'm going to blow your fucking mind. So, you know how we did the Dead Inside Challenge? Where it's like you go to it like a Trader Joe's and they're too chatty. Like, yeah. how are you doing? Like, I'm dead inside. Yeah. None of us had the balls to do it. Yeah. We should do the... Uh, Drop lip sync challenge. <laughs> My God, this would be so dope. So you take like uh, whatever device will like fit in your shirt pocket, right? Mm. It's just great. <laughs> I, at a meeting or something like that, or like better yet, like maybe like you don't want to do it to like a homeboy who might laugh it off, but like do it to like an in law, right? Okay. Mm. <laughs> Walk up to and shake their hand. And somehow activate like that drop that just happened, but you got to lip sync it to the person. <laughs> that you're... Dude, if like if you if you did that to your mother-in-law, like how awkward would shit be? It would be really awkward. <laughs> they I had one look. chance, one mission, one <laughs> desire. This summer, DJ ID is leaving a drop. Yo, what up? I love you guys. Wow. DJ ID, come check us. Holla. <laughs> that, how perfect would that be? Give me some other random ones you got in there. I know, what I know up, the y'all? This is Wax, and you are now listening to Chrome Bills. I mean, I still love that. This is Cubby Bear. You're listening to Chrome Bills. Peace. Yep. Cubby. Peace, beautiful people of the planet Earth. This is Peyton Locke. Mr. I grew up on tapes, 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 tapes. Sending a strong shout out to the Chrome Bills mix show. My man Steve, my man C's Mike, and my man K Chromosome. Check it out. <laughs> I like that he said C's Mike. Well, he also he called it a mix show. He added a, he added an S there and then took it off my name. Thanks to him, though. I had no idea he knew who I was, so I'm kind of flattered yeah. by that. Yo, I thought I had an Don drop, but maybe I. Yo, this E Don. There we go. With my homeboy, Steve Bills, Chrome Bills, Rock Rock on, my brothers, Edutain, peace. Edutain. Edutain. <laughs> we've we've tamed. <laughs> we did the taining part. <laughs> Not edud. <laughs> we did the taining part. Miss edud. <laughs> miss edutation. Wow, miss the miss edutation of <laughs> uh, Karen Mountain. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I've, I think I mentioned this to you before. That's amazing. Is this the 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 five bands? Can we talk about the? The fake band Friday. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that is. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. that is different styles on the nth degree. Like it's like, it's like let's take it further. A lot of these are really, really good. Well, thank you. That so. Uh, I feel like you should collaborate with ruin, your boys. 
different styles can. All right, well, so let's do it. He's not even different. tagging us. In the He's not even tagging of, us. We should be. But yeah, it is disrespectful. I figured I'd just call him out the first time I came up. Well, so well to that point, <laughs> I'm happy to tag you in it. There's some stuff I get tagged in. I'm like, <laughs> I ain't involved in this shit. Well, don't <laughs> you bother me with this one. So I'm happy. I'm happy. Shout out to Tone. Let me read out. <laughs> Yo, you know what's so dope? What's so, that that chain was going on, right? And I was like, Tone is wildin'. And you're like, what are you talking about? I was like, Twitter. And you're like, okay. I don't even know if you looked at it, but like, you knew exactly what I was talking about. So I started uh, different styles. Don't let it ruin your life because it's a real easy synapse to keep firing. <laughs> so if you're aware of your surroundings, be careful with different styles. Mm-hmm. So we got Fake Band Friday Volume 1. Okay. Some of these don't land as well, All right. uh, unless you see them. But I'll be honest with you. What? Okay. What do you got? No, no. You go. Run it down. Okay. And... So number one, banned from Uranus, <laughs> but it's B A N N D from the planet Uranus. Okay. Number two, banned from Uranus. It's a ban from your asshole. <laughs> so that look, it looks good, like writing wise. But like those two to go together. That yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, number three, dueling diapers. Yeah. All right, that number f- <laughs> not great. Number four, held in consent. Is that like held in contempt? Correct. Okay, good. But you've consented to that. Uh, number five, killer cuddles with three Z's. I don't get it. I mean that that's sort of the point. Like, there's really not a whole lot to it. This one, th- <laughs> this says a lot about you, your viewing habits, what sticks out to you, what doesn't. Okay. Number six, now you're just mashing it. What do? You- Either of you recognize that? Nope. <laughs> nope. All right, so Always Sunny, you know that show? Never I heard do. of it. All right, so, so you know Frank Reynolds, the yeah, Danny yeah, yeah. DeVito yeah. character? Yeah. Does Gail the Snail ring a bell? <clears throat> I haven't kept right. up. So Gail the Snail is like a, a, a character who's like a, this really odd uh, niece. And anyway, she ends up like trying to give Frank a hand job. <laughs> he just looks at him like, now nah, you just mashing it. <laughs> wow. So that was one of the names that I wrote down. I'm like, I've been pleasantly surprised. So many people are like, yo, is that an Always Sunny reference? I'm like, <laughs> you want y'all as big as creeps as I am to remember that shit. Let me give you the other one. I feel like the newest one was the best one so far. Okay. And before I do, I'm going to say to you guys, to the listeners, if you think of them, just you know, send them to me. I'll These take are fake bands. Me. Fake bands. Fake band Friday. This Posting is pretty it. close to different styles, man. I'm going to have to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys gonna sue me? All right, I like this one. Number one, coked up interns. It's like different styles, but it's the same style. It is the right. same style, right? Number two, the style is the same. It's not different. You say grenade, I say granada. Okay, that's pretty good. I like that one. Number three. I'm going for the lowest common denominator with okay. this one, but if you're going to go low, go low. Okay. Ann Coulter's toilet. Is that supposed to be Anne Frank's diary? I hadn't thought Jeez. of that. I just was trying to think of the most disgusting thing that I could think of, and okay. that was what I came up with. Okay. All right. Uh, number four, bras of garlic. Don't get that one. How about a baseball playing card that instead of being called Upper Decker, is called Upper Decker? Go on. <laughs> okay. Number five. This is, I think, one of my best ones. Jungle Gym and the Swing Sets. That's the best one so far. Okay. This next one is for all my my single ladies out there that have to take an Uber 
pretty far out. This one's Sex in the Suburbs. That's very good too. Okay. See, I thought that that was that was at least five out of six. Those Seems are like good. An album title. That's a very good album title. Okay. Yeah. Sex in the Suburbs. It's, like a, it's a Logic record. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a Mac Miller record. It really is. Did you were you guys into him? Rest in peace. I always thought. Um, I always respected him. I can't say like I know the, a lot of his whole catalog, but. I always thought on the Static Selector under twenty one. If you're under twenty one, you shouldn't listen to this. It has like Sean Price on it. Mm. That uh, he's got he's got a nice verse on there. He belongs. Young Bill Murray. I'm twenty one, but I feel thirty. <laughs> I'm feeling earthy, putting curry on my turkey. You Blade three. I'm more like Blades of Fury. Shit. You shouts, should, you know, shouts to Mac Miller. You're going deep in the weeds on that one, man. It's a, it's a good song. You should check it. I always felt like he had talent, you know. Yeah. I wasn't a super fan, but I, you know, I was respected his talent, man. And to be fair, I loved the song with Anderson Pack, which was more of like a, a pop single. The I can't keep on losing you is a fucking. It's a great song. <sighs> which one was that? I, I kind of like everything. I feel this like one you, right here. You, I feel like you put me on it. Yeah, that giant. This one. I was like, yeah, this is a fucking hit. You song. You might want to kill that though, because that's the type of thing to get to like season. Hey, fellas, test. I gotta, I gotta go. Uh, Lila's up. Sorry. Okay. This has been Chrome Bells, uh-huh. episode 142. We're ending on the impromptu. Shout outs. Keep it real. My man just bounced just like that, huh? This has been Chrome Bills for these mics. Bills. Some fella by the name of K. Chromosome. We want to say welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.